The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanki. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanki. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for joining us today as we speak about bettering your relationships. It's a subject that everyone can use no matter what age you are. And today I dedicate our show to my family and my cousin Peggy who lost her life this weekend. This happens to be the third death in our family in six months, the fourth one in a year. And so please hold us in peace and comfort as we grieve my cousin's loss. And I also had an emergency coaching session this morning about specifically about this subject. So it was a great springboard into today's show. And the, the, the session, the emergency session, was about the unconscious roadblocks of fear that were actually driving a wedge in this client's marriage. So today our boomerang is about this very subject. And I can tell you that on the surface, it may appear as if you're doing everything right in your relationships. However, as you really dive below the surface, There are fear-based drivers that occur, and often these fear-based drivers are unconscious in our relationships. And that's the beauty and value of any relationship in your life is to really uh, help to assist and support you in seeing where those fears exist. And as we uncovered uh, this morning the fear that existed in this client for more than 10 years, my client who appeared to be so positive had this fear and self-criticism at the forefront of his marriage. So today's boomerang has to do with what you're putting out in your relationships and how you can move into forgiveness to release those fear-based fear-based blocks. And as we will discover with our guest today, Patty Breton. So uh, when negative things are happening in your relationships, just ask what you're afraid of and see what arises. And then ask to speak the words of forgiveness. And often self-forgiveness is what's necessary to bring greater love to your world. It really is an incredible healing balm and one that I know Patty Um, knows very well. So welcome to the show, Patty. We're so excited that you're joining us today to really talk about what I feel is essential in our relationships here on earth. So thanks so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. So let me introduce Patty. Patty was a client of mine over a year and a half ago, and she learned how to manifest what she really 
once and she started working with me to enhance her business results. And Patty, I have to admit, was a great student of coaching and was really diligent in putting the principles of coaching into practice immediately. It was something that it was so joyful for me to witness all of the things that she was able to apply instantly and get great results right off the bat. So she would take that and apply it and learned each and every week. And before long, uh, Patty's business was doubling and even tripling each week. And it was so amazing to watch those results. She trusted herself in the process and she really got what she wanted. And what happened after she completed coaching was truly inspiring and it has to do with her relationship and also with her journal, her relationship with her journal. And instead of stealing Patty's thunder, I want to have Patty share in her own words what transpired in her life. So um, let's just sit back and listen so you too can understand that you deserve fulfilling and lasting love. So Patty, can you give our listeners a summary of what your experience was regarding your relationships kind of prior to coaching and then as we went through the coaching process and then what happened afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. So for a long time, I was choosing relationships in which I knew that I would have complete control over and I would even have um, friends and family kind of poke fun at it as well. And it was essentially, I was in, in complete control. I always felt like I had the upper hand. And it was never um, relationships where I was actually able to be vulnerable in or feel like, you know, I was equal with the individual. And um, I was scared to truly commit. And I would be in relationships for one to three to five years and then when it got a little too close for comfort where I knew that it was going to go to the next level, um, I would break it off because I feel like they couldn't support me in some way would make sense because I was had I had the upper hand. But the relationship while I was coaching with Yuffie was slightly different. And um, at that point, uh, I was in a relationship and I was ready to commit. And I really felt this great connection with this individual, and I felt like this person had almost all the qualities I wanted, but there just wasn't the same commitment or love uh, that just wasn't there. And I was constantly disappointed because I wasn't getting shown the love that I wanted to be shown. And I'm, I'm a total romantic at heart, and I just uh, always love movies where there's these big romantic gestures and uh, these men who do nice things for the women in the movies. And I started to believe that maybe, you know, that's just the movies and that's not real life and that people, uh, regular people don't get uh, really romantic gestures like that. And so I just started to kind of accept the fact that I could, uh, I don't need a relationship that has every, you know, every single quality that I wanted. And well, in the, in the future, I, uh, I ended up finding that I actually can have that. So, uh, that's not use, nice using all the, uh, all the things that you taught me to do to be able to bring that into my life. Wonderful. So, so as you were going through that relationship, um, can you tell our listeners what the, the, 
the grips of fear and the control that you felt when when you um, or lack of control, I guess, when you decided to let go of your former relationship and um, then what happened in the midst of that fear? Absolutely. Yeah. I kept getting, I mean, for uh, probably about a year, I went back and forth of whether or not I should really be with this person. And I was so, I was so scared to break up with him because I thought he was going to be the closest match I could possibly have to all my list of qualities that I had. And I was just thinking, you know, there's, there's no way that there's going to be somebody who is as perfect as him. And I thought this is probably the best I'm going to get. And I remember bargaining with myself thinking, well, you know, it's okay. I mean, I could just live with the hurt of that, right? I can live with the hurt of not, you know, being, um, having a romantic, uh, romantic man or not feeling the love I wanted to feel. Um, but I kept getting the message over and over and again. And, uh, the breaking point I finally got to was a dream I had. And uh, I was on the, I was back and forth on the fence for a long time. And I finally had this dream in which I actually broke up with him. And uh, a little bit over a year later, I, in the dream, I was married and I had a baby. And in the dream, I ran into him with my newborn. And in the dream, he said, I'm glad you didn't wait for me. And so I woke up and the next day I decided to tell him about the dream. Uh, and I, I explained just the way that I explained to you. And his response was, well, I'm glad everything worked out. And that was a really big uh, neon sign in my mind that, okay, this needs to end now. And uh, so I, I still, it, took, it still took me like a week or two to get up the courage to finally face the fear. And I have a really great group of friends that I sat down with each individually, and they gave me the reassurance that I, I needed that this was the case. And they're like, you've been back and forth about this the whole time. You'll be fine. And I was just so scared. But once I did break up with him, uh, as soon as I left dinner with him, after I broke up with him, I just felt this huge weight off my shoulders. And it was it was really, really strange. Uh, it's, the, it's the most at peace I felt in a long time. And uh, before that, I just, that day that I broke up with him, I felt like there could not I could not go another day being with this individual and I had to, I had to do it that day. And so I did it and I was driving home and I just felt so good. And I called up one of my long-term friends, Randy, and told her about it. And she actually was a little scared uh, because I was so calm and she she was a little bit nervous for me. Um, But I told her, you know, I I guess this is a really good sign. However, um, the days and weeks following I definitely didn't feel that peace. I started to feel my age-old panic of, you know, oh my gosh, or uh, am I going to? I'm going to end up alone, or all the all the good ones are are taken right now. Um, you know, what if no one's going to be as good as him? And I just started getting this uh, feelings of major loneliness, uh, anxiousness, and that's that all ensued. Um, and during this time, I would re- journal and I would constantly affirm that God has a plan for me and that it's okay. And I'm not sure how it came about. It's probably through reviewing the journal of when you and I coached Fee, but I adopted a philosophy of no fear. And this really was the onset of a 
a car ride I had, and I remember I was driving home from my work, and it was like 9 o'clock at night, and I just felt so lonely and anxious that I was just sobbing while I was driving home, and I had the radio off, and I remember talking to God out loud and just asking, like, why would you do this to me? All of my friends have great husbands, and they have kids, and they're all happy, and here I am in my 30s, and I I just broke up with a boyfriend, and they're like, what is going on? And I had this image put in my mind of a teenage girl crying up in her room, sobbing because her dad wouldn't let her go to a party. And I that that image just came into my mind, and I just started laughing. And I was like, okay, all right, God, I get it. All right, so I'm being like that teenage girl that is so sad that that this, this didn't work out, but we all know that, you know, it might seem like the end of the world right then and there, but everything's going to turn out. And so it was a, such a strange feeling because I went from, like, sobbing, pouring my heart out to actually laughing uh, because it was just I realized how ridiculous I was being. And so I adopted this no fear philosophy, which uh, led me to do a lot of interesting things. Uh, it was really talk about the boomerang effect. I finally decided to adopt the no fear philosophy. And like two days later, I had a different friend I hadn't talked to for a long time that took me to a trampoline world and uh, had me do flips into this foam pit. And that's not something I normally would do. And then a week or two later, I had my other friend, a different friend who was training for a half marathon. At that point, the most I had ever ran was a 10K. And she's like, you should do a half marathon. And I was like, no, thank you. That's not not what I'm about. And she she just kept persisting. And I was like, well, I'm scared to do it. So since this is my no-fear philosophy, I guess I have to. So I did a half marathon last October and started joining groups I wouldn't typically join. And then also I did a little online dating as well, which I was really nervous to do, but uh, but decided to do that as well. So wow. that was that was some of the feelings and the roller coaster of uh, what I went through um, directly breaking up with uh, that individual. So I think it's really important for our listeners to know that through these relationships, whatever it may be, that you, you know, you, you kind of knew you had like a tugging in your heart that said, hey, I've, I, I, this is not really the one, this isn't the right one, this isn't the right one. And then you felt this peace and this calm after you ended things within the, in the former relationship. But then here's what's really important. There's two points that I want to make to all of our listeners, and this is essential in knowing yourself and uncovering fears for yourself in your relationships or in your life in general. And that is that um, that the mind is going to come in and tell you that you did it all wrong. Your mind or your thoughts are going to say, you know, this wasn't right, you did it wrong. Um, It was certainly the case that I was witnessing with the client that I had on this morning, where he was in this place of saying, "I, I don't know if I did this right fee, I don't know if this was right, or this was accurate, or whatever the case may be. And I want to say that you've got to, at those points, those key points where your mind is going to tell you that you, you know, this is, you're not going to find anyone else or that, you know, you just lost this 
this guy and, and you're in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s or your 60s or however old you are. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. What matters is what you feel inside. And what you did, Patty, was you had the courage to go inward and trust your feelings inside of you. And so, and you know, and of course, when you, when the, the separation came in, the separate thoughts came in, then you, um, you really felt that, that panic. And I just want to reassure all of you that yes, those things are going to happen, but that panic is appearing so that you can walk through the fear again. And the other point that is really essential for everyone to know, and thank you for sharing this first part of your story, because I know there's, there's more and then we want to get to our process work. But um, the, the second point is that in every single case that I've ever coached anyone, there is always an anger or a victimization that God did this to me. And that's also okay. And I want to assure you that that's, that's also okay to speak. Oftentimes people feel stifled. They go, oh my gosh, I should never be angry or victimized or whatever. But really that's what holds people back is that lack of expressing that, hey, God, God made me do it or this is the deal or God did this to me or whatever the case may be. Because um, if you don't walk through that pain or that hurt or that anger, then you can't get to the other side. And Patty, that's what you did. And seeing that vision of that um, teenage girl in your room not being allowed to go to a party was kind of like, you know, the message to you saying, hey, Patty, you know, the the emotional part of this is going to be all okay. And I got your back here. And of course, you laughed about it. And that's what I feel like is so important to point out as part of this this first part of your story. And then I, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want I want you to share, Patty, um, the the you know removing the blocks to get to the love side of the story. And then Patty agreed to do a quick process with us so that all of you can have the example of how to remove blocks of fears within your own lives and world. So, um, so we are going to uh, be right back with uh, Patty Breton. We're talking about removing relationship blocks. Thanks for listening. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment do you want to directly impact your business results improve the quality of your life learn to empower yourself or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself if so directly connect with Fima Zanke at Direct Connect Coaching Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. 
I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And we're back, and we're talking about removing relationship blocks. And um, Patty was talking about how she let go of a, a previous relationship, and then now the the rest of the story, Patty, is about what happened next. So uh, take it away. Let's let's hear what happened next for you. Okay. Okay. And so I was uh, definitely, you know, going through this up and down panic and. Uh, I ended up going on a trip to Disney World to uh, visit one of my friends, Randy. And uh, there was a day that I had all by myself uh, because she had to go to work. And so I got to go to um, Epcot and I just spent the entire day by myself. And I, I had a lot of peace and in that day all by myself and all the anxiousness, all the anxiety uh, I was feeling and all the fears about, you know, being by myself dissipated on that day um, because I was just having such a great time just being on my own. And the next day I got home and went to church with my mother and I was, uh, I was praying and I finally just let go. And I said, you know, God, whatever your plan is, if it's for me to be single, I accept that. Whatever your will for me is, I accept it wholeheartedly, and I am so grateful for everything you've given me. And I got to this place of being grateful and excited for whatever his will was. And I heard a message, uh, and the message was, make sure to take your next opportunity. And that was really weird. I, I was like, is this regarding relationship or my job or what? And I didn't get any response back. And so 20 minutes later, my mom and I are out of church, and we're at dinner, and I get a text message from Corey, uh, who is a good friend of mine from high school, and she texts me about her brother, Neil, who um, is now the individual who I'm going to be married to in two months. And it was, uh, it was absolutely, uh, just twilight zone. Um, once I let go, then I finally able, was able to bring him into my life. So I, I was so happy I was able to do that. <laughs> so I think the key part of that was really, you know, getting yourself to a peaceful place and then just kind of putting, putting it in God's hands or putting it in the hands of, of a, a, a higher power, a greater love than what was currently here so that you really were giving up control 
of what you felt like was the direction you needed to take. And yeah. that's when everything kind of aligned and you obviously brought Neil into your life and into your world once you just let go of that control, allowed yourself to kind of feel the fear and let go of the control and moved through it. Is that accurate? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, and during our coaching experience, you had a breakthrough moment as we did a process that led you into your arm. So are you willing to share that experience with our listeners? Absolutely. So uh, as you may have heard on Fee's other podcasts or uh, even coaching with her, uh, she had me do a meditation exercise where I was focusing on my body. And I was scanning my body, and instantaneously as I was, as I was doing this, I felt this circular pain in my left forearm, and it was just throbbing. And so Fee had me focus on it and asked me to bring a spiritual mentor with me, uh, which is my father, and we dove into the pain to see what it had to tell me, and it was just sadness. It was so much sadness um, in this in this exercise while I was on the phone with Fee, I was literally sobbing. I was crying so bad. Uh, This sadness just overwhelmed me. Um, So what we did was we asked my father to help take that sadness away, which uh, happened, and my arm felt fine. But then, not a couple seconds later, after it felt just perfectly fine, it pained more than ever with just anger. I just felt like this overwhelming feeling to destroy or hurt something. And so I took my aggression out. I went downstairs. I have this uh, punching bag of a half man in my garage, and I just kicked the crap out of him. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so then <laughs> he guided me through the five levels of grief, and I realized at that point that my father, who had passed away, um, well, back in 96, so almost uh, 20 years ago, like 19 years ago, uh, I was still haven't fully recovered from the grief of his death, which I thought was absolutely insane and something I would have never even thought about. <laughs> thought that I was uh, still had problems with. So, and that's amazing so. because that's what people need to understand is that. It's intellectually speaking, you know, at that point you were, you know, 15, 20 years or whatever it was beyond um, the, your father's death. But we didn't, we didn't go into your brain intellectually. We allowed your body to just show us or demonstrate what was going on with what you were holding on to. And that happened to be the anger phase of grief. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Those are the five phases of grief. And you were stuck there because as you learned, you really never had a chance to go through those five phases of grief, did you? No, not really. I mean, I thought I, I, thought I did. Well, I went through like two of them, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't sure. get to go through all of them. Right, right. And so I think it's, it's and, and the reason why I'm dedicating this show to my family and to the death of my cousin, which is now the, the fourth death in our family in the last year, is that, you know, people need to understand it doesn't matter how long it takes. But the, the important thing is, is that you walk through your grief and you walk through each phase of it and that you use your body as the example of how to get 
out rather than just using your intellect to say, oh, well, maybe, you know, two months has passed, a month has passed, and I should be fine by now. That's not the truth. And so what was the impact in your life when you uncovered that fear, Patty? Well, you know, doing a reflection of this, I realized that I had denied feelings of grief for a really long time, obviously. And I realized that I just wanted love for my dad. And um, because my dad was taken away so quickly, he had a heart attack. And so it was not something that we even anticipated. Um, I never really got a proper goodbye or, you know, is this my fault? And after uncovering that from that coaching session, I realized that I was constantly looking for love in other relationships. And the reason why I never felt like enough is because I really just wanted that love for my dad. And because I never felt like I had enough love from individuals that led to depression, anger, bitterness, and hopelessness. And that's really how I was before I started coaching with Fee. And that's why I started coaching with you, because I just wanted to die. (laughs) So I'm glad that uh, we uncovered that. And it really uh, helped, you know, make me a lot more joyous. (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's, you're welcome, and and it's my pleasure and also a privilege to be able to witness that, and I think the important thing is, it's I don't take credit for it at all, Patty, the courage that you had to trust me to say, let's go through this together, it sounds a little crazy, I do admit, and I do know, let's use your body as our guiding post, you know, and, but that's where the, you know, if you look at the mind-body-spirit connection, that's why the body holds the truth always and forever. And so why not use the wisdom and guidance that the body holds for you? And you had that courage to be able to walk through it. And, uh, and, and kudos to you for that. So um, I, I am going to go into, Patty, asking you about your advice because I want to I save our, our final segment of the show to really just do a live process with you. And I don't want to get interrupted uh, through our next commercial break. So what advice do you have for others who may be searching for their one true love? And what suggestions do you offer to people that are in your position um, you know, to, to help and support them through the process? Perfect. Um, so as she said earlier, uh, definitely using my journal. I'm, I definitely enjoy writing down everything that I want. And uh, another coach, Trent Booth, once told me to make a list of qualities of everything I want in an individual. And I did that and have redone it over the years. And the biggest thing is he told me to be as specific as possible. And it's just really remarkable how uh, on point all of the things now with my uh, future husband, uh, it is. For example, I wrote that I wanted my partner to have blue slash green eyes, and Neil has one blue and one green eye. Uh, it's really interesting. I also wanted somebody to be uh, high rank or top of his business, and he is uh, a very decorated warrant officer. Uh, he's kind of a big deal. And I also wanted somebody who was uh, over, above and beyond romantic, and that is definitely him as well. Um, so it's not just um, the movies uh, that people have. It. There are people out there like that. Uh, number two is uh, to let go, um, just of old emotions and trust that the best will happen. Something that she has taught me that I constantly rewrite my journal is to that thoughts plus words plus actions equal reality. And I was trying to control everything. I was even trying to control who I was going to date next by 
doing my online dating. But once I finally let go, um, as you heard earlier, I, you know, 20 minutes later uh, that uh, I got a text message to meet my future husband. Uh, the third key I would give is to coach with fee. And, uh, I mean, obviously these broadcasts and these podcasts are great, but, uh, the one-on-one attention from such a talented coach, I think are uh, amazing. Um, using affirmations, something that you taught me fee and daily intentions, journaling and writing them down. I wrote in my journal in July of 2014 that uh, this was, um, a couple weeks after I had just broken up with my past relationship that I was going to be engaged within a year. And I got engaged in March of 2015, so it was within a year. And so just making intentions and making affirmations for yourself. But lastly is being in the state of love, and that's one of Fee's biggest messages. You know, what would love say? And when you're in the state of love, I feel like fear can't really breed. I can't really hang on for very long. Um, and if fear does come up, thank it and brave, bring love towards the situation in, instead. That's wonderful. Wonderful. And um, I, I think the, the, the other point that I want to circle back to, which I feel is really fascinating to bring, bring witness to our uh, listeners with your situation, Patty, is that um, be, because you never had the opportunity to walk through the phases of grief when you lost your father at such an early age, um, because you didn't get that opportunity, and really nobody does because there's not anybody that out there that's saying, hey, you know, make sure you go through your anger and, and, and express what anger says in the moment here. Um, because it didn't happen, the control that you had and the control that you wanted in these relationships was to control that emotion and fear. And, and, and controlling that fear. And so when, when you want to control, it really is an indication that you are stuck in fear somewhere in your life and somewhere in your world. And so the, the idea of your second point, Patty, of letting go and letting go of old emotions and letting go of old things that are there and also letting go of that control um, because as you said, you got to a place of peace and then said, I'm accepting your will for me, whatever that looks like. That is you giving up fear or giving up control, which I feel is truly amazing. And, and it isn't until you give that control up and you just let go and trust that there's something really amazing and remarkable out there for you, then that's when it all can fit and fall into place. And I think those are really key points to your story, Patty. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And the and the really cool thing, and this was so heartwarming to me, is that once you met Neil, your fiance that you're going to marry in a couple months here, um, you wrote me, I believe it was a six-page email at right around Christmas time last year telling me the details and specifics of your love story. And it brought tears to my eyes. I literally sat on the couch when I read your email early one morning and I cried because I knew that I knew where you were and I knew that 
the courage that you took to dive into some of these emotions is really the, the courage and the, and the trust that you had to dive inward to be able to remove your relationship blocks is what led you to this beautifully, richly romantic story that is now continuing and, and has led to marriage. And, the, and also the fact that you wrote in your journal just a couple weeks after you um, broke up with your previous relationship that you would be engaged within a year. That was July and then March you were engaged. That is testament to the ability for everyone out there to be able to manifest. And have you seen that regularly in your ability to manifest, Patty? Absolutely. Uh, Just going through my journal, uh, I love going through my journal because I get to just check mark things that have come true and it's, uh, it's really, it's really remarkable. Yeah. 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 And, and I, on the business level, um, did your business relationships transform as a result of going through that process of kind of removing those blocks? Absolutely. And I would feel like the relationships within my business and the strong, I was able to build stronger and more long lasting relationships uh, with people in my office once I also removed the block too. Uh, to be, I guess, more vulnerable and not kind of letting go of that control as well. Right, right. And so it's important for our listeners to understand that if you're feeling like, if you're feeling this desperate need to control, um, to really look inward, to be able to view what fears may be presenting to you so that you can let go of that control and then allow yourself to kind of remove your own fear blocks so that you can manifest what you want and manifest the loving relationship that you want. Well, we are up on our next break. And when we come back, we're going to talk or we're going to actually do a live process with Patty. So we'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I, dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Live up to your fullest potential. 
This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And we're back, and we're talking about removing relationship blocks today. And Patty is my guest, and Patty has agreed to do a live process in whatever blocks may be coming up for her. We don't necessarily know if it's relationship related. Um, I, I never have any idea, and this is the exciting thing for me, about doing these processes uh, with clients and people is that I never know what to expect, but I trust in the process so much that it always turns out for the best and highest good. So Patty, um, what I'm going to ask you to do is to just get really comfortable and to get really present with yourself, okay? And just put okay. your feet, yeah, just put your feet on the floor and thank you so much for being so open today with our listeners and uh, allowing our listeners to be able to kind of go through this process work with themselves while you and I go through the work together. And um, so... If you're driving or going any place, you might want to just kind of pull over or push pause so that you can do this when you have an opportunity to just really focus on yourself for the next few moments. And just breathe and relax. And with each breath that you take, Patty and listeners, just allow yourself to let go further and deeper into that state of connection with yourself, the state of presence with yourself. And if you happen to have any thoughts that come forth, just imagine a balloon taking the thoughts away so that you can go further and deeper within yourself. And just opening up into the truth of yourself and resting in an ocean of love and peace within love inside and outside and all surrounding you so that you feel this wonderful place and presence of peace. And now, Patty, what I want you to do is I want you to just scan your body with your mind's eye and just allow your body's wisdom to guide you anywhere inside your body that may be calling your attention. It may be kind of a, a, a tense feeling or a tightness, but whatever it is, just allow yourself to go there and let me know when you're there. It would be my Achilles tendon on my right foot. Okay, beautiful. Thank you for being so specific. So what I want you to do, Patty, is I want you to go into your Achilles tendon and your right foot. And I want you to just stand in the heart of what may be here. And so whatever emotional feeling may be coming forth, what I want you to do is I want you to just allow that emotion to come forward. And if there were a feeling 
that you were holding on to there in the Achilles tendon in your right foot, what would that feeling be? Well, the word that comes up is emptiness. I don't know if that's a feeling. Sure. So kind of an empty feeling or maybe um, emptiness is just kind of a feeling of just nothing, nothing there, right? Like empty. Right. And it, as you describe emptiness, can you tell me what, how you know that feeling of emptiness? Describe the feeling there. Um, it's a little, it's painful yet peaceful. Okay. So, no. so it's, it's both. It's a little bit, it's painful and peaceful. Okay. Wonderful. So, um, once again, I want you to invite a mentor or a guide, someone that is not of the earth plane, but someone whose wisdom that you trust and in whose presence you feel really safe and protected. And who might that be? My father. Okay. Thank you, Dad. And just stand there. And as you feel kind of the pain of emptiness, I want you to just allow emptiness to voice itself and tell me what emptiness says to you what it wants you to know what are you going to fill me with <laughs> what, what oh, is it say, say that again it, it, it wants to know what <laughs> wants to know what I'm going to fill it with ah okay so um, as we just allow what, what you're going to fill it with, um, as we allow that to come forth, Patty, is there something that it needs to be filled with? So just ask emptiness, is there something that you need to be filled with? No. It's the fear that my emptiness needs to be filled, and the fear is pain. So it's a, it's a fear that is just causing pain in the Achilles tendon. Is that right? Yes. Okay. The phone broke up just a little bit. So I wanted to be really clear with you about, um, you know, what that emptiness was feeling like. So um, if we allow emptiness to say anything else, what else would emptiness, what's the wisdom that you are getting from this fear of emptiness? What else does it want you to know? That everything's going to be working out just perfectly in the way it should be. Okay, beautiful. And I don't need to fill, I don't need to fill anything right now. Beautiful. Thank you. So as you're in this transition, because I know you're in a transition, you're, you're two months out from your wedding, is there a part of you, Patty, that feels like you do need to fill that emptiness, like it, it might be a void or a feeling that, hey, I've got to, is there like an anxiousness of, hey, I've got to do something or get this done or? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And what would, and what would that be? Well, I'm normally used to run my own business, so I'm 24-7 doing something. And since I'm not doing that anymore, I have a lot of free time. Um, so I'm right now filling that emptiness with cleaning up my house and, and filling a bunch of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I suppose, um, that would be the cause of the emptiness is having actual freedom to do anything I want. 
Got it. So really what emptiness was trying to tell you was that um, you've been busy for so long and then all of a sudden now you're over the next two months, your decision is to really just focus on finishing up the wedding plans and getting prepared to move in with your husband. Um, so that emptiness or that empty feeling that you have in your right Achilles tendon is trying to keep you busy. And how often had did you ever see that in your life where in order to avoid the feeling of fear, this fear of emptiness or any other feeling, that you would remain busy so that you didn't feel the fear? Uh, pretty often. <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah. So that kind of became a default uh, factor for you. So when you got to feeling fear, rather than just allowing it, and in this case, the wisdom of your Achilles tendon, amazing stuff, um, rather than feeling that, you um, would just get busy and just distract yourself from feeling that. Yeah. And what would happen then in the midst of your busyness? What would end up happening to you? I typically get really sick or I would typically be emotionally or mentally, physically drained. Um, It's typically what would happen. Yeah. And so what I want to um, commend you for is your ability to just allow yourself to go in here because this is often what um, happens with our egos presenting themselves and egos is just a fear. And, um, and when the ego presents a fear to us, rather than just diving in to feel it, allowing yourself to shift out of it, which is what you did so beautifully today, Patty, thank you. Um, is that in your case, in the past, you would fill it or want to fill that void so that you kept busy rather than allowing yourself to feel. Is that true? Yes. And then it would manifest into physical illness because you were avoiding the feeling of fear. Absolutely. Yeah. So the amazing thing here in, in, in what I want to uh, alert our listeners of is uh, this is a default in your emotional patterning. And it's something that happens to people regularly that I coach and work with um, is that people will avoid the fear and rather than just allow it and rather than feel it. And when you connect the mind, body, spirit, um, and the spirit is just allowing some type of beautiful, loving guide in your life to help and support you in your process of feeling, knowing that your whatever it, feeling is coming up, and in your case, emptiness, Patty, um, allowing that feeling to come forth, but not allowing you to, you know, re-experience anything painful. Now, the one final question that I have for you in this is, um, you said that there was pain and that there was also just kind of a, like a peaceful feeling. So if, if we look at the peaceful side of this feeling in your Achilles tendon, what is that about? Can you just um, allow that to speak and to present? That's 
it's joy. Um, it is just an amazing sense of calm, stillness, and I, I don't even know how I could describe it. It's it's almost being at like a um, beautiful mountain area with a still lake um, where everything is just completely calm and just feels wonderful. So on the other side of this fear of emptiness and giving yourself permission to kind of feel that emptiness, then what immediately followed is as you gave your, yourself permission to feel that fear and empty feeling, um, as you moved through that block of fear, what did you notice that you could get to? Well, uh, definitely a feeling of, of peace and joy and happiness and uh, just feeling feeling great about where everything's going to be at and not and, having anxiety. Yeah. And so can you feel um, can you feel peaceful about your decision or choice to be able to take these two months to focus on kind of clearing out your house and planning your wedding without having that feeling of emptiness or that old busy pattern come up and present itself to you once again? Yes. I'm sure it will still come up, but using these techniques, I can squash the fire out, so to speak. Wonderful. Well, thank you. You did great. And tell me what your right Achilles tendon feels like now. It actually feels really loose, like um, like I put icy hot in it or something. Uh, it's, uh, it definitely is not painful anymore. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's really fascinating. It doesn't, obviously, it didn't take us very long, less than 15 minutes to kind of move through the block and allow um, that feeling of peace and joy. And certainly, the idea or your mindset of separation may come in again. And when the idea or the separate thoughts come in to kind of tell you that you have to be kept busy and, and kept distracted, now what would be a new strategy for you, Patty? Uh, well, probably do this exercise um, and just allow myself to just be and um, take myself back to that peaceful, beautiful, still pond in the mountains yeah. for a moment and just feel that wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. joy. Yeah. Well, thank you because removing these roadblocks of fear are as simple as that and really can get you to that peaceful place of yeah, being in that lake or, or still pond in the, in the middle of the mountains. So thank you, Patty, for your courage and, and supporting our listeners. Thanks so much for sharing your story with us today. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate you so much, Fee. Oh, I appreciate you, Patty. Thank you. And I also want to say to our, to our, uh, men and women of service, thank you for all that you do for all of the citizens of this country and also to our very loyal listeners. Thanks to all of you. Uh, we truly appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful and inspired week. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fee Mazanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.